0: It's time (laughs) for the grand finale of season one of Swingshot, the only season of Swingshot. So this is the final of the first season of American Gladiators, which is something we gave a shot at, a Swingshot at. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I am Blaine Zimmerman, your host, and as always, I'm joined by my great friend, Russ Slivka. Hello. Hey, Russ. Thanks for being here. and. Thanks Today, we have me. a special guest, good friend of mine I would like to introduce for the very first time ever, Ryan uh, Al, 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 Alwart. 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 Yeah, mm. Alwart. Ryan Alwart. Yeah. So I think Ryan's going to bring really great energy yeah. to the podcast. Yeah, I'm um, excited. I really appreciate you guys being willing just to yeah. have yeah, me on. Yeah, I right. think I'm, we're excited to have you. So For this, yeah. what we do is we go through American Gladiators, as you okay. watched, and we're going to go through the finale. We've been... Going through every episode up till
1: now, which yeah. is, um, I mean, I just want to pause and say, like, as a listener, yeah. that's I, I actually don't know how much effort oh, you've you guys listened? put in. Yeah. Oh, I, oh I've okay. listened since the 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 trailer, like before oh, Washington. Yeah. Cool. Like oh. I was listening, like oh, when you, so the when President you, one too. Yeah, the absolutely that was the thing, like, thing we did twenty one thousand yeah. pages. that You guys, yeah. read. well, that you read, Blaine. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and no, then I read twenty one thousand pages. All <laughs> the bonus episodes. I've been a patron since day one. Yeah. And also just. The fact that you guys watch this much late 80s, early 90s TV oh, all the time for yeah. my sake and yeah. others. Yeah. I just want to say thank you.
2: I want to say you're welcome. Thank yeah,
1: you. You're welcome for my service. Thank you. Um, the <laughs>
0: <laughs> So this is obviously the final. What we have in the final is a Houston versus Boston matchup. Oh, that's great. So on the women's side, we have Tracy Phillips from Houston, who against all odds and and probably her own thoughts is in the final Good Phil Collins song reference, by the way, against all odds. Oh yeah, so yeah. that was uh, the battalion I was at in Fort Drum. Our like motto was against all odds. I thought you were going to say you're like the screaming it. Phil
1: Collins. Oh, or,
0: no, <laughs> no. But my company commander used to play that song a lot as a joke. I can't. I can't. Which is hear funny. My head. Which is funny oh. because the third ID down Thank at you. Fort Benning, they're the what's the ID? Inter- Infantry, Infantry division. Division. What are they? The sidewinders? no what's the uh, who else was in Genesis they're in the in the air tonight no who else is in Genesis Peter Gabriel Peter Gabriel what's his Sledgehammer person? Sledgehammer yeah they were oh, Yeah. They was were fun the, I want yeah and terrible. so one of the guys when I was in uh, OCS was in that battalion and apparently like they play it on the loudspeakers in cool. the battalion area and he hates that song so like I'll mm. randomly like wait until he's forgotten about me yeah and then send him a link to the song
1: great <laughs> Like, I'll give it, like, seven months. That's fun.
2: Be like... Have you actually listened to the lyrics of Sledgehammer? Yeah, it's a very sexual song. Sure is. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't... I never really noticed that. How could it
0: be? Explain it to me, please. Mm. I can't, but it is. (laughs) Yeah, just just read the lyrics. What part of... I don't understand how you could get Sledgehammer out of it.
2: So, you guys like, go on. I'm no, just a guest. I'm just a fly on the wall today. Be the Are we really going to ride this bit out? This is just be fun to see you guys. Of I just like um, to see
1: what you guys do like, so
2: in these episodes. So on That's
0: the really men's side, very little. we yeah. have Brian Hudson, who yeah. just so happens to be from Houston, and Craig Williams, who's from Boston. I don't know if I mentioned Nancy Petito, who, who is also from Boston. So mm-hmm. on the women's side, Houston versus Boston. On the men's side, Houston versus Boston. So wow. we've got... Both sides of we've got, you know, real Hatfield McCoy. Oh, um, yeah. North versus South, two historically racist cities battling it out to see who's the best. Yeah. Mm. The, it's <laughs> exciting. Yeah. Can't wait to see who wins. Mm. <laughs> Your hosts for the finale are also the same hosts that we've had for every other episode. Mike Adamley, huh. who is famous for having yeah, played for the Chicago Bears, New England Patriots. He was a XFL, NFL, WWF announcer, and Joe Theismann, who everybody obviously knows as
1: the Hall of Fame quarterback of the Washington Redskins. Wow! So, I, I mean, yeah. What's fun is you actually landed that over all those episodes. Because as as a listener, you were like the Hallmark movies, which I always loved, <laughs> like the B list. I've been I mean, planning movies. that for months. That's cool, yeah. man. <laughs> that's I like good. that you finally got to that destination. <laughs> the that's typical of. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. beautiful. I love so, in it.
0: our very first game of the of the finale is powerball and so just as a reminder brian is 24 he's six foot one and 190 pounds and he's a buyer from houston texas craig is 27 six foot two and 225 pounds a credit analyst both played college football and both sniffed had like a lunch with the pros uh, oh, Brian with glue, <laughs> yeah. like model glue or yeah. something. Yeah. There's all kinds of directions that glue. gone. That's the only reason they got here. Mm. Uh, Brian played for, or well, was signed by the Raiders, Craig by the Patriots. Patriots yes. Was that Shumsky? No, no it Shumsky? Was no. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Shumsky was the hockey player who's oh, yeah. with sorry, the guys. abusive father. I'm just happy to be here. I, I just <laughs> appreciate the invite. <laughs> Joe makes the comment earlier, the intensity level has changed so drastically from previous competitions.
1: Hmm.
0: Brian immediately loses his shirt. And when I say that, I don't mean he went bankrupt. I mean (laughs) someone ripped his shirt off as he's trying to put a ball into a laundry basket. As we learned in the last episode, these games were derived from a competition made by Erie, Pennsylvania iron workers. Mm -hmm. And this was one of the games they created was try to get these dodgeballs into that laundry basket while these three people try to stop you. (laughs) Do you think that was one of the original games? It was. No, they showed it. They showed them playing it on like a concrete floor. I (laughs) wonder if the balls were made
1: of iron also. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Steel balls. Uh, steel balls.
2: Were they steel workers or iron workers? Balls of iron steel. Workers. Okay. Yeah.
1: Balls of steel, yeah, up yeah. there in Pennsylvania. You kind of have to be if you're working in a mountain all day. Yeah. Yeah. Craig and Malibu collide at one of the
0: bins, and they make a comment that the bin broke, but they don't stop the game right away. Very next time when Craig comes through and dunks one, it just smashes the bin. It explodes. Like it explodes Yeah, the like bin. in half. Yeah. yeah. Like, so they have the to sea. stop the competition. <laughs> And both men are tied at this point at what three apiece, four piece, something like that. So they restart the competition at ten seconds left. And in those last ten seconds, Craig is able to get two balls in while Brian only gets one. So Craig was more like balls deep. Okay, than we got Brian that. was yeah sure.
1: Um, now you guys have obviously watched more of these than I have. Just as but like, how long do you think? I just
0: love we're gonna run with that forever. Yeah, <laughs>
1: how long do you think the crew? had to replace the, the bin and how much time do you think that gave them to like get re-energized? Uh, it was really quick.
0: So this wasn't yeah. the first episode. They oh, see, do. I didn't see it. So there was another episode. I think Billy fell into one. And yeah. And
2: they it. like showed them yeah, they, setting they it basically, up.
0: Basically there's like, all they are is just like a bin, like a, um, a weeble wobble. Sure. So a weeble wobble. won't fall down. It won't fall down. And they put sandbags at the bottom. So all okay. they did was like pull the sandbags out a new one in. Put and same I think they had in. to
2: drill it back it, the, like, yeah, together, mm, though. I think you're right, yeah. So, so I, a couple minutes? I, I don't yeah, think it, it took was,
0: much. It was like a was pit like crew. A, Pete, stop.
1: Yeah. Um <laughs> Thank you for that
2: insight.
0: Was, yeah. Cars reference for yeah, sure. Pete your Pete son, stop. Ryan. Pete up Yeah. Stop. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. I, Cars 2 is an abomination.
0: Is that the one with Pit Stop when all the NASCAR guys are making fun of Pit Stop? And he does the, like, throws the tires
1: in the air and changes all the tires. And he just looks at him. He's like, Pit Stop. Pit Stop. Yeah. And then their mustaches fall off. That might have been, no, I think that was Cars 1. Yeah, you're right. That's, um, think about Guido and, uh, oh, gosh, what's his name? Giuseppe. No. Go on. we we'll, we'll haven't seen Cars right. in years. Carson and I just got that scene that. down perfectly. Pit Stop. Yeah. And he, like, clangs his
0: little. Yeah. And then left. the yeah. other two dudes' mustaches fall off. Yeah. Yeah. So it is Cars One.
1: It's okay. okay. Cars One. Yeah.
0: So they interview Brian afterwards and he says, I hate this game and I'm glad it's over. <laughs> I like that yeah. honesty. That's funny. I like Brian. So, so Craig has a 15 point lead on Brian, 75 to 60. And we're going to do Powerball ourselves. Woo! All right. Oh man, do I get to do this too? You do, Brian. You do,
2: Brian.
1: Cool. You do. That's you really do. nice, you guys. Thank you
2: spit's gonna kill me it's cool <laughs> it's
1: cool to actually see like the because i hear it all the time when you guys do it but it's neat to actually see you guys actually have like a little hamster wheel bingo
2: collar thing here's what i appreciate that's fun uh, i appreciate any kind of bit that goes on like past the point yeah like and then it like get it gets good family you know? guy style yeah, yeah family especially guy style. since
0: i didn't tell you i was gonna do that
2: yeah it was, <laughs>
1: it was cool well I, i'm yeah. honored to just see I, it yeah so you go first and then i go
2: uh, I mean, you're the guest. You can go first. Yeah, why don't you go can first? Can I go first? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. All right, cool. So
0: you just you just spin that and oh,
2: the man, ball
1: comes out. Yeah. This is going to be so cool to hear it later. They, like, they look like little whoppers, but don't eat them. I've heard yeah. that so many times, but now I get to actually... That's so cool. Oh! And I love that you guys still say the letters, too.
2: Yeah. Uh, I-16. Mm.
1: Apple briefly had its own clothing and
0: lifestyle line in 1986.
2: Ooh, you don't say. I bet that's worth a ton
0: of money. Oh, yeah. God. Cheesy graphic tees are a hit today. They were a miserable flop when Apple <gasps> first presented them in 1986. So they really were ahead of their time. Oh, there, they man, they really were. It was while Steve Jobs was gone when they had all the bad ideas. Okay, and they decided how far their fans' love could stretch. The Apple Collections branded apparel, accessories, and lifestyle goods were a flop. Sunglasses, huh. lapel pins, and the original thirty-five dollar Apple Watch. Wow. Things really? they couldn't sell. Oh, the I'm sure that was just like a regular ass watch with an Apple logo yeah. on it. But.
2: That stuff would sell for so much yep. now. And somebody's got a ton of it in a box in a garage somebody's somewhere. has got it.
1: Okay, here we go. Here's my second one. This is so cool. I18.
0: Take a look at me now.
1: The cracking sound
0: of your joints is the sound of gases being released. Yeah, we all do it. Uh-huh. Like, That's funny. One of my coworkers hates that I crack my knuckles. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like it, cracking. My it drives knuckles. people. Like, crazy. It's just. It's a. I think it's part like nervous twitch and part like a release.
1: I love it. Yeah. I heard uh, it was the fluid in the in the little so sacks between re- your
2: joints. It's a release of gases.
1: It's definitely not. I heard a it was
0: release, the release of the from your fluid. Of your it, sex. It's in the. It's the. It's yeah. when joints are stretch. The pockets of gas that get trapped between them are released. They're bubbles of oxygen, nitrogen, and carbon dioxide. Hmm. And when they escape, they make a popping or cracking noise. No one bubbles? Scientists say it's absolutely harmless. That's good to know.
2: Oh. Well that's a while others
0: say it may lead to osteoarthritis. I'm gonna go with the scientists on this like I do
1: on everything. Those others are moms from the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. gosh. Third one. Or anybody. Third one. N thirty two. N
0: thirty two. McDonald's once tried to sell bubblegum Bubblegum? Bubblegum?
2: Bubble Bubblegum bubble bubble
0: flavored broccoli. <laughs> bubblegum encouraged club in. kids to eat healthy bu- what? Wait, okay. Say it again? So
1: they had bubblegum bubblegum flavored <laughs> broccoli. So the bubblegum tasted like broccoli? It sounds like the broccoli tasted like bubblegum.
2: Snazberries taste brubble, like snazberries.
1: gum, bubble. It doesn't say when, but it says
0: they experimented with a bunch of fruits and vegetables, notably broccoli. Not just any broccoli. <laughs> it's
2: just more than one kind. They might
0: not like broccoli, so they engineered it to taste like bubble gum. So it was broccoli that tasted, that like, tasted
1: like bubble gum. That sounds terrifying. That's wild. I that, love broccoli. I like broccoli too. I do too. Do you guys remember from your reading which president did not like broccoli? Yeah,
0: George W. Bush,
1: obviously. No,
0: he did.
2: George
1: H. W. Bush. Mm, Look it up. I'm an avid
2: listener. George W. (laughs) seems like more of a picky eater than (laughs) H. W. It was H. W. He banned it.
0: I was thinking I had broccoli on Friday night. Yeah, with the same nice salmon. Oh, Uh, in a weird small town in Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> My options were very limited. And I was like, I don't feel like you could screw up salmon and broccoli. Yeah. So please that. And I thought about that. George Bush hated this. Yeah, and
2: if him.
1: I just say George Bush, I'm not wrong. So. You are not wrong.
2: Do you think he would have eaten it if it was flavored like bubble gum?
1: W would have. HW most likely would not have.
2: Yeah. That's wild. Hmm. I bet George W. just took every dare somebody threw at him. He seems like that type of guy.
1: I dare you to invader. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind.
2: <laughs> we got him, daddy. We got him, daddy. Oh, do I? I think yeah. Russ, you go now, right? Yeah, yeah. B13. In 2016,
0: a Florida man was charged with assault <laughs> after throwing a live alligator through a drive-thru window. Wow. It's at Throwing. At a customer? Or was this guy a customer throwing it at a staff member? Oh. 24-year-old Joshua James was being handed his drink at a Wendy's drive through <laughs> He tossed a live three-and-a-half-foot alligator oh at God. the attendant for absolutely no reason at all. As <laughs> a result, no he was reason. charged with assault with a deadly weapon, yeah. possession of an alligator.
2: <laughs> There's so many things. And petty theft. Wait a minute. He was possession also banned
0: an from all Wendy's fast food Nice, yeah. Okay. Which, giving the designation of Wendy's fast food restaurants means that he wasn't
1: banned from their higher-end things. Correct. The sit-down, yeah. the the, <laughs> yeah. the white tablecloths, yeah. the steakhouse. Steak Wendy's and
0: Shake steak. tried to do that. Uh,
1: I don't know okay. why this is, but when I am on a they road tried, trip. Steak
0: and, shake, steak and Shake tried to make like a high-end version of Steak and Shake.
2: Oh, yeah, I heard that. It was their last throw of trying to. Yeah, old oh. Big Larry. I yeah. used to
0: run into him from time to time. We. Ooh. I used to. So Big Laurie is the guy that owns Steak and Shake. Okay. Yeah. He tried to own Cracker Barrel via hostile takeover. Wow. Like, let them know, like, I'm going to slowly buy enough shares to own Cracker Barrel. Wow.
2: Hatfield McCoys. When I
0: first got out of the Army, I worked for a startup company, and we worked in the Steak and Shake building that's right next to Gainbridge Fieldhouse. Okay. Yeah. So, like, the 2nd through Fifth floors were all Steak and Shake employees. We had okay. an office on the first floor and an office on the sixth floor. Okay. So we got to know the Steak and Shake employees pretty well. And You were um, the buns. They were the meat. Exactly. Huh. And we also used to have people first come into floor. our building oh, all the I time thinking it was a Steak and Shake because there's a giant sign outside that sure. says Steak and Shake. Walking across the street, SUV pulls up. Dude gets out in like a very expensive suit. I'm like three or four feet behind him. We're waiting on the elevator together. Me, trying to be friendly. You could smell this guy from a ways away. Heavy yeah. cologne.
2: Oh. I, I didn't thought, know who okay. he
0: was. I thought you were going to say like the grease trap at a stake His shake. name's on the building. It says Big Laurie on the building. Okay. Are
2: you saying Big Laurie? It's
0: B-I-G-L-A-R-I. But I've always... It's it's pronounced Big Laurie... Oh, it's, but I've it's always, a last name. It's his last name. Oh. I've always just called him Big Larry. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I didn't know that's who I was talking to. Oh. I just, trying to be Midwestern friendly. Yeah. Sure. And I said, oh, there must be like big stakeholder meetings or something ah, this week. Steak. And uh, huh. he looks at me weird. And he's like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, a lot more people in suits than normal. They're a very corporate culture, like polos, khaki, business casual. You don't usually see people in suits. Yeah, and he go he he goes.
1: Well,
0: that's unfortunate. People should be working. And I was like, "What? I didn't say people weren't working. I said there's more people in suits."
1: Yeah. So,
0: a few hours go by. My buddy and I go out to grab lunch, and we're coming back. And one of the steak and shake employees that we had got to know is waiting on the elevator with for with us. And she's got like some other restaurant food with her. Okay, that she had clearly like gone out to get carry out for. And I was like, oh, I'm surprised they allow you to do that. Like, sure. I was like, yeah. I ran into this dude earlier, and I made some comment about seeing people with suits, and I thought it was weird. There were more people with suits, and he reacted real weirdly. And she was like, it was you. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean it was me? And she was like, we got an all employee email that was like. <laughs> I'm starting to hear rumors that people aren't coming to the office and that has to stop right away. So he took my comment. I found out that was big Laurie. Wow. And he took my comment of, I've seen more people in suits as people aren't coming to the office. Oh. And so he sent an email out all to all Stake and shake corporate employees
1: telling wow. them. That, yeah. Cause you were just trying to be friendly. Weird yeah. day. Yeah, that is. A wow, weird he day.
2: sounds like a terrible person. Yeah. Oh, he's awful.
1: Well, that's I mean, why the guy quick. had the
0: bright idea to try to make Steak and Shake a high end restaurant, and yeah. opened a no. high end Steak and Shake in Manhattan. Don't ever do that. In Manhattan, if you're listening, Big Larry, that was dumb. That was dumb.
2: I, I wonder what the menu was. It wasn't just like you can
0: elevated. It yeah, he, I mean, the guy
1: he does nothing but make bad decisions. Yeah. Uh, the fries were too thin. Anytime you went through a drive-through and got a shake, you couldn't suck it through the straw because it was so thick. Yeah, which upside steak and
0: shake exists for college students to sit inside and smoke until three in the morning. Yeah, that's the yeah. reason it's there. While drunk.
1: Yeah, yeah. Take home a
0: sack. That was Take the home a sack. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. So clearly, right. they're never going to sponsor this podcast. So American gladiators. It's no yeah. Greeks pizza.
1: Yeah, I don't it's know how much taste. that story is. It's our taste.
0: taste. No, f- keep it in. Okay. I
2: don't care. A friend care. of mine who... What if he's scared it's of some glory. small Italian oh. man?
1: A friend of mine from work... <laughs> Is he
2: Italian? Yeah. Think?
1: Okay. A friend of mine from work who also listens religiously. He loves the weather it. man? He loves it at traffic. He loves Trill. it when you guys Same say, uh, it's your taste really loud. It's our taste. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's for you, traffic man. Oh, man. That's cool. <laughs> that's cool to see what's that What's his name? Justin Kolar.
0: Hey, what's up, Justin? Yeah. Uh, Hello, Justin. Try to keep 465 clear tomorrow. Yeah.
2: Are we still playing Powerball? I know you have a button.
0: Yeah, sorry. It's no Powerball. I'm I'm trying to have fun with it. I I loved that story. I
2: like it. I like that story.
0: I loved that. Is Big Larry still alive? Maybe there'll be a song. Yeah, he's not that old. Mm -hmm.
2: Oh, 64.
0: American Airlines saved a boatload by removing a single olive from meals.
2: What?
1: When you said saved a boatload, I thought like they landed and picked up some refugees on a large... (laughs)
0: Every first-class meal, they took
1: one olive off.
0: And as reported by Jet Set, this saved the airline $40,000 a year.
1: (laughs) Okay, I'm going to push back and say that's a drop in the bucket to their corporate
0: budget.
2: Yeah.
1: But it's so weird that you can make those small. Like, that shows the volume, right? Yeah, for sure. Yes, Yes. That is a, a, what was it, American Airlines? It's like American Airlines, maybe... uh, flight attendant salary saved yeah. one per year but or, still that's which speaks a lot to how they pay their employees yeah. yeah this was in the 80s so those
0: are adjusted dollars but right wait Uh-oh. uh no those were 40,000 a year in the 80s so whatever the adjusted Whoa. amount is more than that yeah know.
2: maybe they were like high-end olives also hey Could've how been. about
1: this let's cut more olives instead of people
2: mm. yeah yeah mm. that's a t-shirt
1: Go on go on with the American Gladiators episode, because this is fun. Okay. This is the final episode. This is so cool.
0: We have yeah. one more or two more? Have you done one or two? Uh, that was 064, one, two, and three. then he did uh, 013. Just one more. One oh, more. All right, 13. this is our last Powerball fact. Whoa. N-37. That was the, the last one. Wow. N-37. This is the first one I've ever read, too. <laughs> the largest living organism is an Aspen Grove in Utah called uh, Pando. Yeah, you I've knew heard that. about that. You, yeah, the it's the coolest
2: you know. thing. It's the coolest thing.
0: Pando. So the largest animal on the planet is a blue whale. But it is not the largest living organism. Okay. The Pando Aspen Grove is made up of 47,000 identical quaking aspen trees that cover 106 acres of Fish Lake National Forest in Utah. The Aspen Grove is connected by a single shared root system and has been around for thousands of years. Unfortunately, it's been shrinking for decades, due largely to human intervention and animal grazing. Wow, that's yeah. crazy! It's one
1: root system. How does that? Are all it's aspen groves all like those that? Trees? Do all aspen groves grow collectively like that?
2: Yes. Man, that's know. impressive. Yeah, Pando. That's, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Pando. Do you think 100%. they like communicate through the root system? Speaking of like, it's like uh, yeah, like in the last. Like, of us?
1: Like, or the uh, what was it? Uh, the oh
2: with
0: the, the
1: mushroom that zombies called? yeah
0: yeah yeah last that's of us? the last yeah yeah I was gonna go with um, Avatar but yeah I've never seen yeah. Avatar they procreate by joining tails oh yeah. So, yeah okay is it a long gestation period is it I an don't know I just remember I I first, I saw that movie when I came back from Iraq my grandfather really wanted to show me that he got a Bluetooth player <laughs> and he got Avatar with it to show off the video quality and. My wife and I were sitting next to my grandfather watching Avatar, and he goes, <laughs> "Here
2: comes a sex scene," and they <laughs> oh, boy. lock tails. Weird. We, <laughs> it's, Wait, don't the the riders in Avatar have to like hook up to the the animal as well? I don't don't they like hook their hair yeah, in yeah, or something, yeah, something like that? Yeah, that always seems that's fairly... weird. Sexual.
1: When you said Bluetooth, there's a uh, there's an origin that has to go blue, blue not Bluetooth, Blu-ray. Sorry, Blu-ray, Blu-ray. Okay. Yeah, Bluetooth has Viking roots
0: in the name and uh-huh. the yeah, symbol yeah, and the, the symbol. Yeah. yeah, it was Blu-ray. I apologize. That's okay. So that was Powerball for the last time. Uh, hey, Women's assault.
1: Oh.
0: Lace really is shooting. down. Yeah. I think they're going in the same order as lap's last episode. So they it's got a poker a, uh, chip. I just yeah.
1: dropped one of Blaine's Miller. Can pop, I keep pop, this, ch- by the way? Poker it's chip, chip, like a pop, pop, poker chip. It'd be really cool to take this home, this yeah, Miller light cap. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, Mounted.
0: Man, sweet. Lace is shooting the tennis balls on women's assault. Tracy Phillips, who we were shocked made the final, is 24, four, five foot three. 125 pounds, the 1987 National Physique Competition runner-up. Oh, yeah, a smiley one. An apartment manager in Houston, Texas, and her rocket launcher hits the driftwood. Whew. Nowhere close. Oh, yeah.
1: Just <laughs> sure. a bit outside. I mean, it
0: just hits right in front of her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So she gets all the way through and then does something we haven't seen in the entire season that makes the most sense to me. Yeah. So I've always thought if you got to the grenades, all you have to do is get right underneath the gun because they didn't consider anybody getting right underneath the gun. Yeah. So it doesn't go straight down. Yep. She gets right underneath, stands right in front of the target, takes her sweet ass time, and then just like daintily throws the grenade right at it, and yeah. then jumps around.
2: And she goes through the yeah, yeah. She the, like the knocks a
0: barrel out of the way.
2: Yeah, she like goes runs like right through in the, the pair
0: of barrels or through the yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, great.
2: It's the championship. Yeah, you, know, you gotta, you gotta whatever, do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Uh-huh. Go harder, go home.
0: Is that Imagine Dragons? It is. Yeah. might as well be. Yeah. And then Joe <laughs> is might like, as well, be. well, I mean, it's spicy Nickelback, right? Yeah. I think they're um, uh, aren't they Mormon?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, we yeah. we've talked about this for sure. <laughs> oh, that's as right a listener,
2: that. I'd expect you to.
1: Maybe that's where I got it from. Yeah. Okay. Huh. So
0: Nancy who is 27, 5'10", 148 pounds, if you remember from a few episodes ago, is well known for being a housewife. And she's like very mousy, but also very Boston. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very Boston.
2: Yeah. She's fun to hear her talk. Yes. I she, forget, and then she starts talking. Yeah,
0: 100%. She hits the target with a handgun. So after the first competition, we are tied at 75, and with that— we're going to go to break. We'll be right back with the last episode of Swingshot.
1: Facing the transition out of the military is rarely easy. It doesn't help that the staggering number of options you're faced with can be overwhelming. But there's a light at the end of that tunnel for all veterans. And that light shines brightest here in Indiana. Lucrative careers in fast-growing industries are plentiful. Housing costs are amongst the lowest in the nation. And you can live in the country while being less than an hour from a world-class city. At InVets, we're showing veterans how to translate the valuable skills they've learned to the civilian world while connecting them with careers they can be proud of so they can lead fulfilling, purposeful lives. Go to InVets, that's I-N-V-E-T-S dot org. Create a profile to learn more about Indiana communities. Browse the current open job openings in these communities and receive your free shirt. That's InVets, I-N-V-E-T-S dot org. Welcome back to the last episode of Swingshot. We have a tie
0: on the women's side, and the men's side is separated by 15 points. Granted, that's only through one event, so let's see what happens in the men's joust. We're up against Gemini. We find out Gemini is nine and two. Wow,
2: so he is
0: an yeah. uh, impenetrable force. Brian, on the other hand, over three. Mm, in that's the joust. tough, boy. Yeah, not looking great well. for Joe Gem- oh, Brian. Yeah. Hmm. Gemini comes for the headshot, and Brian ducks, and then just literally falls off. Yeah, <laughs> like it didn't it just, much. It threw his balance off when he ducked. Like It was awesome that he, like, Gemini completely whiffed, and it was kind of shocking he didn't just carry his momentum off. On the other hand, Brian ducked, stood up, and then just
2: fell off. Yeah, you saw his foot. I remember seeing his foot, like, you could tell he thought he was stepping on something solid, and then it wasn't there, yeah. and he just...
0: On the other side, Gemini just straight steamrolls Craig like right away. So now he's 11 and two. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. He, that's impressive. Gemini is impressive on the joust. So Craig is up on Brian 110 to 95. Because if you remember, mm-hmm. they did get some points for that because there were, you get points for how many seconds you last on the, um, it's like marriage. Um, mm-hmm. So we move into women's <laughs> cannonball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we come in after two jumps. So Nancy is two for two. Tracy's one for two. Looks like Nancy's mounting a little comeback here. Nancy knocks a zap off. She gets the perfect score. So it's 30 per each gladiator felled, plus a 10-point bonus for getting all three. Okay. And Tracy can't get zap. So Nancy's extending her lead. By 100 points. She's 175 to 105. Nancy says... Well, I was afraid to go off the top before, yeah. but once you go off the top, it doesn't get that scary. Yeah, like she's basically like listening to JFK talk about athletics. Yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah.
2: And I forget every time, and then she talks yeah, and, then and she's so great. Like,
0: well, it doesn't look that bad till you get up there, and then you don't want to go off the top. Top.
2: <laughs> it's like the opposite of like you know Billy Worth was going to talk, and I would cringe, but when I knew Nancy was going to talk, I got excited about it.
0: I wonder where Nancy's kids are now.
2: I mm. hope they're okay. I hope I'm sure they are. She seemed fine. Oh she yeah, she seemed stable. No, 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 she seemed yeah, like she'd have good kids. But you know, Boston.
1: True. Yeah, yeah. it can be a rough town.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the men's break. And where was she from? She's from. She's not from Lynn. She's from Wakefield. It's mm-hmm. all Boston. <laughs> <laughs> Men's breakthrough and conquer, so Gemini is breaking through Nitro is conquering and Brian for the first time I think ever is actually tackled by Gemini oh I think Brian had had a perfect record in the breakthrough part. I'm almost positive he gets Nitro out of the ring and Nitro gets real frustrated and just like shoves him in the head yeah, which I feel like Brian has probably been in enough football fights like he could hold his own in a fight against sure. a bodybuilder. Cause like bodybuilders are big, and like if they connect, you're in trouble. Yeah. But like, Brian's been playing football his whole life. Like he's been in those fights before. Like I feel like he could probably take Nitro in a one on one like actual yeah. f- fist fight.
2: I think he called it roughhouse football. That's a fun. Did That's a fun '80s term, roughhouse. I didn't. I've never heard the term before. Roughhouse. Really? Football. Yeah.
0: Wait, you've never heard the term roughhouse or specifically roughhouse?
2: Roughhouse football.
0: football. Okay. What does that mean? I don't know. Yeah, that's weird. Cuz like it, football by definition is roughhousing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
2: I didn't know if it was like two to hand to, touch yeah, my versus tackle. Used
0: to tell me to stop roughhousing all the time. Oh yeah. So Craig runs I, it's really wild. So right before Craig was going to go, I was like, I wonder if anybody's ever had the balls to just run straight into the gladiator and see what happens. Hmm. Well, and then Craig does it. He runs straight into him and bull rushes him straight into the end zone. Like he yeah. just he goes as fast as he can, hits him straight in the chest, and then just like plows him into cool. the end zone.
2: Cause he's enormous.
0: Yeah, Craig's a large human. Yeah. yeah. He's but he's big. Gemini's not small, but at the same time, like it's like a tackling dummy, right? Like if you don't have the leverage and somebody's coming at you at speed, there's not a whole lot you can do if they also yeah. have the strength to be able to move yeah. you.
2: Yeah, and they have the momentum. Yeah. It's like eight hundred miles per hour. Mm-hmm.
0: So he gets into no, that's cannonball. Uh, cannonball, eight hundred pounds <laughs> per square <laughs> inch. He does get Nitro out on a pretty like technical hip throw over his back, but it turns out, based on replay, that it was right after like the buzzer sounded. Was Nitro a wrestler? I don't think so. He, I've been watching these episodes he with was, you guys. You no, know, like, he was a football player. It's. Because he he also is a professional football player.
2: He must have been a wrestler also, though, because he does seem to be very hard to get out of that conquer platform ring.
0: He understands the physics of it. Like Mm -hmm. he's really good. Like Malibu, on the other hand, just tries to like be big. Like Nitro understands where to keep his gravity to not get moved around.
1: And he he kind of pushes people off of him as well. And I'm sure he's like super
0: oiled up. Um, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Up. Brian now has a deficit, 135 to Craig's 150. So Craig's <sighs> got a 15 point lead. Actually, Craig's had a lead this whole time. So he's holding that lead, essentially. In women's Powerball, we have a new gladiator. <sighs> <sighs> so if you remember from the last episode, Sonny got hurt on the elevated breakthrough and conquer. Sony
1: got hurt. It's never really earth.
0: had to be addressed because there's only one event that all three gladiators are there for. Yeah. Powerball had already happened when she got hurt. So this is the first time we're seeing Jade. Jade. Jade, Jade yeah. is an African-American woman. She's right in the middle. She's very clearly lost.
2: Yeah, and she looks like the, a contestant. She's not like not. Yeah, huge. she's not, she's, she's yeah, not, she's not a
0: bodybuilder, body style She's has no strategy, she's as much of a liability in this yep. event as Ryan Gosling was. And remember the
1: Titans as a defensive back. I, I don't remember, remember enough of Ryan that movie. To, I didn't, I forgot that he was in it. What happened in the plot? Oh, he was terrible as a defensive
0: back, he couldn't okay. like cover anybody. The Hayden Pantin, uh, yeah, like. Gets yelled at by his dad in the stands at one point because she's like, he's getting beat like he stole something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he has one of the culminating events in the movie where, like, he gives the ball to Petey and he's like, Petey's better at this. You should put him in. Got it. And Petey had made the coaches mad. And they're like, well, it's your job if you want to
1: give it to him. Petey sounds like the kid with some sort of, like, deformity. Petey's the dude in. from the actor that plays Petey is the guy who was in Scrubs. I haven't seen Scrubs. Zach
0: Bath. Zach Braff's best friend in Scrubs. Oh, that's Donald
2: Faison. He's in Clueless. Donald Faison. Donald
1: Faison. He's in Clueless. Yeah. So Kyrie Elea Faison. In this episode that you guys saw with Jade, did you hear Adam Lee say anything about Sonny's departure? Did he? No, they were just like,
0: if you remember, Sonny got injured last episode. Jade is the
1: backup gladiator. We
2: are not liable.
1: Yeah. Wow. So Sonny's just out there somewhere now.
2: Yeah. She didn't
1: get a send-off at all, man. That's sad. She looks super lost.
2: Just and like Sunny.
0: Like I said, yeah. Sonny <laughs> was, yeah. I don't think there was much lost there. But Tracy gets four. Nancy gets three. So we're at 220 to 165. Nancy's okay. up. Nancy's up 220 to 165 over Tracy. And they will not stop talking about Tracy smiling at this point. Yeah,
1: I think that's all they have.
2: Well, do you think Tracy's hair looks a lot like Malibu's hair? Yes. It's very similar. But also,
0: you? this was the episode that Tracy talks about her trying to keep her clothes on. Oh, yeah. Not the last one.
2: Was Men's Assault. Doesn't matter. Men's Nitro
0: assault. shooting the uh, tennis ball. Has Gemini ever shot it?
2: Hmm.
0: No, I think it's always been Nitro. and or Malibu? No, yes. Yeah. Gemini has shot it. Gemini shot it. <laughs> in the episode Joanna Needham was in, the very first one, because I definitely made a joke about that. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, lucky it wasn't Gemini. <laughs> oh, okay. no, I did she, say lucky it was. So maybe he hasn't.
2: Maybe he hasn't. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Either way. Because she was LAPD and he was African-American. Uh, yes. Ah, got it. It's a race-related it, joke. Well,
0: you know, she, cop, has a gun. Black. Yeah, in the 90s. Right, yeah, in the 90s. Ni- in the 90s. In that time term. The parlance sure. of our times. Um sure. sure. No, why? Well, I, I don't know why we said it in that time frame. It's still <laughs> yeah, that's true. the parlance. <laughs> Did you just want to say that to drop the word parlance? No, no. that's
1: also from the Big Lebowski. Oh, I've yeah. seen it once, like 20 years ago.
0: We're going to have to change that. We've been saying that for three years. They don't show Craig at all, so we don't know what huh. happens to Craig in Interesting. this one. We know he huh. doesn't get through, but they don't even show it.
2: Oh, I didn't even notice that.
0: We do know, actually, we do know he gets eliminated at the barrels because they show that crappy CGI thing. And they had like an X on the barrels and like, this is where Craig got hit.
2: Yeah, Yeah. that was the... I I remember that because they don't normally do that. Yeah, no, they've never done it. They do the crappy CGI to like show everybody what's, you know, what the situation is, but they didn't show him at all. And they were just like, he got tapped out right there.
0: Yeah, so Brian comes up. So... If you're watching this, you're like, well, clearly he's going to hit the target because they didn't show Craig. Mm-hmm. They just yeah. showed where Craig got hit. He gets to the driftwood, hits with the handgun. They make a, a reference to Billy being like, well, Billy Worth told us last episode that's the most accurate gun. So that's probably where he wanted to go. He does this weird like fist pump dance.
2: Oh, it's the intro for the show. That they've showed yeah. on the intro forever. Okay, okay, okay.
0: He also mentions in his interview, he hates this game as well. He's like, yeah, I hate this game, man. Not as much as Powerball, but I'm glad I never have to do it again. Even though we know he may have to do it again. If he wins, he has to do the ultimate gladiator competition. Oh, sure. So so we go to women's joust, and Zap is the jouster. Tracy holds her own for a really, really long time. Like It's one of the longest ones, and it's clearly because Tracy doesn't want to be the aggressor and zap doesn't really know how to counteract that. Sure. So they just kind of stay in there for a minute. And then zap kind of backs her down and basically like shoves her off because she can't get any like good shots in. She can't oh, really yeah. get leverage. With her so hand, she, right? Yeah. So she shoves her off with her hands. So she gets DQ'd. Yeah, and illegal. I was like, this will be the very first time we've seen executioner,
1: with one of the women gladiators, and they uh, don't do it. Are you sure about that? I think I remember her teasing the executioner one time, like pulling on his hand and being silly one
2: time. Oh, you know what? You might I be right. think you're right. right. Yeah. That sounds like a lace thing, but yeah. When you guys were That definitely right. sounds
0: like a lace thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm so Not happy they thing. kept
2: the executioner in. Because oh, I forget, so and then I see so much
0: fun seeing him in Breakthrough and Conquer, because yes, he has to along. watch, and then he runs over, and, he's, and he keeps the stupid hood on. The whole time. Yeah. It's great. Like that, he was at Jan- January 6th. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Nancy, like, gets Zap. This I think this is the first time we've seen this where a contender gets the gladiator to back all the way up into the DQ zone. And then she knocks Zap off, but she falls off at the same time. And they explain that they've redone the rules And if a contender knocks a gladiator off, but also falls, it's a win for the contender. Okay, so they both win in weird ways. Sure. So now the score is Nancy two ninety five to Tracy's two sixty five. So we still got close game on both
2: sides of the house. It's exciting. It's a championship
1: capable of producing emotional results. Yeah. Uh, Visually interesting. Visually interesting. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's what it is. I don't know if I agree with that. They don't show Women's Breakthrough and Conquer, which is weird. They just show the score. So they go into, they tease the commercial being like, when we're coming back, men's cannonball. And then they come back and they show the score overall. They don't even show what happened in Women's Breakthrough and Conquer, although we can deduce. So Nancy has 335, Tracy has 305. So they both got one of the two. I don't know which one. It's very yeah. I, I mean they've been doing this all season. Like they they're very much they want to show more of the men's events than women's mm-hmm.
2: yeah. events. Yeah. They do gloss over a lot of women's events.
0: Well, there was four swingshot. episodes early where that was every episode we just saw the score of yeah. swingshot. We had to look up what swingshot yeah. was. Mm-hmm. They never showed it. And then the, which is crazy because when they start doing swingshot in later seasons, it's one of the coolest freaking events. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I wonder why that is.
1: Maybe they were fine tuning the game. Like it was yeah, made. Maybe for there
2: t- was a safety thing.
1: It was
0: made for TV. Swingshot was made to see on TV.
2: Swingshot the podcast was made to be seen on TV.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean we're all in tuxedos. Yeah, a it's a formal drinkable. night. Ryan's drinking a martini. Yeah, the
2: <laughs> with
0: American airline olives, enjoying <laughs> <Yeah>. it too. <laughs> he it's he really good. every single one they saved. Ryan bought. <laughs>
1: yep.
0: So. We're now on men's human cannonball. Okay. We know that Brian and Craig are both one for one. Craig has yet to miss on human cannonball that's a, and through the entire series. That's amazing
1: to me.
2: He's it the
0: is. first competitor in American Gladiators history that's never missed. That's crazy impressive.
2: Yeah. It is because it's so easy to miss to like
0: Yeah, like all it takes is like something like what happens with well, so Brian takes Nitro out first. Craig also takes out Nitro, oh no, it was the last episode. Brian missed on the third jump because his heel hit as he oh, was jumping yeah. mm-hmm. like it's it's one small mistake. you lose all momentum, yeah, yeah. and yeah. and then they change the rules where you can't shoot your legs, your legs out, yeah, and so like got the fact that Craig has gone the entire season without losing mm. although Malibu when he like Malibu's the the last one here. And he barely gets hit and then just kind of jumps off. Like, he doesn't put up much of a fight at all.
2: You think he didn't want to break the streak? There was a fix. I think so. Yeah. Huh. I think that there's, Good like... Take, I don't take. Because it was weird, because even Adam
0: Lee and Theisman make the comment, like, that wasn't Craig's best run, and he barely hit Malibu, and hmm. it didn't seem like Malibu put up much of a fight. Hmm.
2: Does he ever, though?
0: I mean, well, I mean, he did at one point. So, Brian... <laughs> Is now in a commanding lead, three ten to Craig's two fifty, and we go into the eliminator. Here we go on the women's side. Last one. Last one. You know what? I'm going to do the men first. Nice. So Craig has to win by twelve seconds. This this is not. It's not in the same timeline. The women went first when we watched the show, but I'm going to do the men first. Okay, here. got it. Craig has to win by twelve seconds. Craig starts with the lead. But he gets held up by the commando line, and they make the comment that, like, his size and Mm -hmm. weight, like, because if you remember in the semifinal, the commando line just failed when Craig got on it. He just fell down. Oh, yeah. So Brian catches up and then wins pretty easily, and it's very anticlimactic, and Brian wins 500 to 395. So your very first American Gladiator champion is Brian Hudson of Houston, Texas, (laughs) Former Mississippi State Bulldog. Yeah. and
2: The Mississippi Mongoose. Los Angeles Raider <laughs> probably at yeah. the time. Buyer um, of office furniture.
0: Yeah. Buyer of off, Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah, the Mississippi Mongoose. Yeah. That's, or yeah. whatever we called it. Yeah. Mississippi something. Never would have thought it would have been him. No. So on the women's side. Okay. Tracy, who no one thought would be here. including Including Tracy,
1: Tracy.
0: (laughs) has to win by six, six seconds. No one's ever won the Eliminator up to this point from behind. Catching up on time. She takes a huge early lead. Neither of them really run into trouble. Well, no, that's not true. Nancy gets, she grabs the rope. Oh, yeah. But it's not as egregious as Christie's in the previous episode. Yeah. She does grab the rope and they get through. Tracy does beat her and it's really close on whether or not she beats her by six seconds. Neither one of them hit a gladiator. Both men hit gladiators, but the gladiators didn't put up much resistance. No. And then there's like a long dramatic pause. Tracy wins by 15 points, which means Nancy grabbing onto the medicine Uh, medicine ball ball. totally and her yeah because you get a penalty for that Mm -hmm. and she was like yeah i knew i shouldn't do it and it was just like instinct to grab it Mm -hmm. and that cost me the game and then they were asking her about her experience overall and she was like the physical part wasn't as bad as it looked but the mental part was really bad
2: yeah (laughs) like (laughs) didn't she dive into the friendship too like she said she had so she she talks
0: about how she was really good friends with or she became friends with Tracy and she said another girl, which was Amy. our favorite gladiator, Amy. Amy, Yeah. She didn't mention her by name. And I was like, that was a jerk move. And then yeah. she was like, but as we got closer to this event, I tried to distance myself because it's hard to compete
1: against somebody you're friends with. Yeah. And, and Amy never got back to you guys about getting on the podcast. Did she never hit no, you? No, that back was, up? you said you were doing that. Well, as a, a, Hmm. Okay. (laughs) We'll we'll have to go back to the tape. Now you have to figure out how to stay in character. (laughs) We'll go to the tape. It has been fun this whole time. Because
0: I was supposed to reach out to Zap, and you were going to reach out to Amy.
1: Yeah. I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask Amy why she didn't get back with you guys. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's weird. At
1: all? Just
0: no response? I guess not. Just ghosted.
1: So... Houston
0: beats Boston. <laughs> that's, that's the headline of every paper across the country the next day. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Clearly, Houston is the better city, better climate, better, I don't know, lots of things. Not cold, I don't know. But in this specific instance in 1989, Houston is the better city than Boston, yeah. as told through American Gladiators.
2: What was oh. Tracy going to do with the money she won? What she was, was Tracy going go to school, do with the right?
0: minivan she won? <laughs>
2: That's right, the meeting it. But she said she was going go to gonna school, go to school, right? Yeah, and she, she started broke crying. into tears. Yeah. Oh, she definitely cried a Did lot. Did they say what type of school?
0: My notes just say Tracy
1: is crying.
2: Yeah. Whoa,
0: Tracy's crying.
1: I, c- I couldn't pinpoint the melody. Aerosmith, Janie's yeah, crying. Janie's crying. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Randy,
0: add that one to the playlist. <laughs> the. Oh, yeah. We haven't sung nearly enough in this. In our next Mm-mm. iteration of this podcast, we're going to have to sing. Speaking more. of that, what up? First of all, shout out to Tracy. Good job, Tracy yes. and, and Brian. Congrats, Tracy. Congrats, Brian. And Congrats the entire city of Houston, honestly. Mm-hmm. Probably the greatest ac- accomplishment you've had. Yeah. Mm.
2: Hands down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think like of much. Like it's this the Superdome taking on uh, Hurricane Katrina, Katrina victims. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's all you've ever done. Houston. And the Astros uh, issue, uh, the Rockets. Che- yeah, there's the mm.
0: cheating thing. Yeah, really, yeah. yeah, yeah, That's yeah. it. Oh, I guess it was the first word uttered off the moon. But yeah. Oh yeah. Oh
2: yeah.
0: Yeah. The very first word spoken from Houston. the moon was the "Eagle has Houston. landed."
2: But then it yeah. was problem.
0: That was a different yeah. mission. That was force Gump.
2: I heard they didn't even say that. Did you hear that? He, he we him have him. a problem. Was so it really
0: what they said? Is it like a Darth Vader thing where he doesn't say, Luke, I am your father? What is that? He the says, Mandela no, effect? I am your father.
2: Oh, I didn't even it's like realize.
0: It's the Mandela effect, right? Yeah. Yeah. The quote is not, Luke, yeah. I am your father. It's, no, I, I am your father. Yeah, it's, no, I am
1: your father. Oh. I, know,
0: I guess that's true. Which is wild because there's no way James Earl Jones birthed a child that looks like Mark Hamill. Yeah. Well, and
1: then there's point. that whole documentary <laughs> of the guy... Who actually was in the suit and learned all the lines? Billy Joel. Yes.
2: <laughs> Billy Joel. Have yeah, when they take that? the mask Billy off, Ward. it looks like Billy Joel. <laughs> oh, Billy Joel. It looks
1: like Billy Joel playing harmonica. <laughs> yeah. Is Darth Vader? Play with me his a song. Uh,
2: you're yeah,
0: a Skywalker yeah, man. man.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh what do you guys want to do after this? Let's do the eliminator and then we'll okay. talk about it. Okay. All right. Okay. I thought
2: we were gonna watch the Big Lebowski after this. What Ooh. type? No, we're not doing that. No, we're not doing There's that. There's no chance. I mean, we'll, we'll do no. that,
0: but not for the podcast. What type of cheese is illegal to sell in Houston on Sundays? Oof. Okay. Okay. Cheddar, Limburger, donkey cheese, <laughs> camel's milk cheese, or blue cheese? Hmm. It is illegal to sell in
1: Houston on Sundays. I'm going Limburger because it's so gross smelling, and if it's hot in Texas on a Sunday, that's the Lord's Day, and how dare you, uh, how dare you sell Limburger cheese on the Lord's Day in Texas?
2: I'm going. I'm going to go blue cheese. The Limburger
1: baby. Limburger
2: baby.
0: (laughs) Ryan is correct. Ryan is up two to one. If you remember from the last episode, we were tied one to one. This is for the Supreme Ultimate Championship American Gladiator. (sighs) Eliminator Segment Swingshot Presequential Podcast oh, Championship. Wow.
2: We're not adding them all up? Oh, like dude. Episode I, one?
0: I wish you yeah, I thought, thought you, of that. I, I thought think that. you kept track yeah, of all that of that was the plan. I didn't. <laughs> okay. What is Houston's highest point above sea level? 125 feet, 250 feet, 1,000 feet, 500 feet,
1: or 750 feet?
0: You have to eliminate four of these.
1: I think the highest point is 250 feet for Houston, Texas. Therefore, I eliminate all the others that you
2: mentioned. You got to read me the options again.
0: 125, 250, 1,500, 750. Have you ever been to Houston? Yes. Okay.
2: 125.
0: Russ is correct. We are two to two. I don't know what happens if we tie. This is big. Houston's right next to the Gulf of Mexico. Uh Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. So, like.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's got a valid point.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I'm not going to go any further with that. Uh, All I was saying was if you used logic, it was not going to be very high because it's right next to the sea.
1: It's more of an ocean, or gulf, but
0: whatever. It is, but if you understand how sea level works. Sure, sure. Yeah. Houston is home of the largest five-sided tower in the United States. What is it called? Okay. The Citibank Tower? The Fifth Third Bank Tower? The J.P. Morgan Chase Tower? The Forum Credit Union Tower? Or the USAA Tower? I'm going to give you a hint. It's named after a bank.
2: Okay. Thanks. What were hey, the first two that you read? Yeah, read them all again.
0: Citibank, Fifth Third Bank, JP Morgan Chase, Forum and USAA. Citibank, Fifth Third, JP Morgan Chase. Oh, we tied.
2: We tied. <laughs> oh
0: man, I feel like one of us has to kill the other. Oh, what? All right. No, we're going to go to closest to the pin challenge. Okay. okay. Um all right. Well, I feel like that's fitting.
1: Um, we you gotta both... break the tie somehow. Bro. Yeah, we gotta. We, we do need to break. I feel like you need to tally the past I, results. It, that's multiple notebooks. Well, I they're believe they're not in you. up here. You can find them,
2: or, or just go with your gut. Who won? That seems like the only logical way. I feel like
0: I'm gonna be like very frank here. I feel like Russ won. I feel I, like I we like had this. like. I don't two like or three either. ties, two or three zero-to-zeros, and I think Russ won like three of them and Ryan won like two of them. I, feel like I I'm don't getting, like this. I feel like can I'm we? Can round. I propose something? Yeah.
2: Can we spin the Powerball one yes, more time? Yes, whoever gets the highest number. Okay. 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 Highest so number on the Powerball? So highest number off the Powerball. Highest rolled. number off the Powerball or highest letter. <sighs> highest kidding. number.
0: Well, okay. the, it's going to coincide.
2: <laughs> it is. 66 oh. Yeah,
0: good luck, Ryan. Oh man, We take all the other balls out from
2: power cheat. Oh, it could be ninety nine O also. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. If you get two of them, you can't have them together. I thirty. I was right. Russ won. Russ, congratulations! Thank you. Go
0: with your gut. Thank you.
1: Well done. We just shook hands. We just shook hands. Honestly, probably
0: the best tiebreaker we could have had. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah, we should have done that. That was a really good idea. So, what are we going to do next?
1: We've talked about this. Yeah, we've gone through all the presidents except uh, Trump and Biden. We have done the entire first season of American Gladiators, which.
0: You that's know, no some- small feat either. Well, and sometimes you got to take a risk. <laughs> yeah. um, and sometimes risks don't pay off. And that's okay. I It was fun early on. Like, if we're all being honest. Like, yeah. the first, like, three or four episodes, we were like, this is really fun. And then it just was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> like, the last, like, four episodes I watched, I was like, how quickly can I right. watch this episode? Right, yeah.
2: This feels like a Domino's commercial the all apologetic remember that oh yeah Yeah. they're like we're sorry that we we're terrible screwed up your your diarrhea yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) we enhanced your diarrhea i
1: appreciated though how how much thought you put into the yeah for sure the eliminator the uh all the trivia that you had to look up on your computer and all the 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 notes just the ownership of the hosting as well yeah it was really nice thank you so you renamed the podcast. That's true. That yeah. was pretty great. Informally, because mm-hmm. it was never renamed to like any platforms or anything, <laughs> just true. kept it going on. It's like Millard Fillmore, <laughs> Ulysses S. Grant malibu gemini swing, shot. swing shot. episode four it would
2: it would be really fun for somebody who hasn't <laughs> heard the podcast to just throw it on random oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> you just never know what like you're the random get. button on wikipedia go yeah. from like well, just thomas
1: jefferson to uh malibu
0: that's a interesting segue you have there russ because a few episodes ago we had scheduling conflicts and we had done some bonus episodes and we got a lot of really good feedback off of our bonus episode that revolved around Oh my God. Some primates and, and a man named uh Ruben. Ruben Waddell. That was so funny. And so the the next iteration of our podcast is we're going to each come to the table with a story. And we're not gonna tell each other about that story, similarly to what you heard in that podcast. Yeah. And we're gonna do rapid fire and try to probably try to top each other for who can come up with the craziest story the wildest story but it has to be true okay. it has to be something that happened did it have to be related to american history no okay you just have to find like i mean we did there was the one about the austrian guy yeah the belgian uh the belgian soldier oh the red yeah. cross guy
2: yeah so now yeah. yeah
0: yeah so it just has to be Something you find interesting there you go. that you can bring to the table. Okay. And we'll each bring one every episode. Okay. All right. Um, and we'll let the people decide. Yeah, whether they like that or why not. Why Russ has the best ones. Yeah, she always does. Because he really he always, always does. always does. <laughs> Although, your buddy Rob recently commented on Instagram that he was like, I thought the primates were great yeah. until I heard about Rube, Rube calling the... <laughs> That outfield, is, in to sit down and watch him strike. Outside. That is
2: the craziest <laughs> thing. That in the fact that that is and a person, by and a that fire drugs. it was all of it.
0: There's a dog in the stands, I gotta stop playing baseball now. Is Improvised crazy. an entire play,
2: <laughs> that's right. Did he like throw somebody in the play? Yeah. And no, it, was it was well received, yeah. It was all
0: based around him throwing someone. <laughs> oh in the play. man, that's funny. Crazy. Um, yeah, no, we're gonna have fun with it, we're gonna continue. Basically, we're just going to continue to keep the doors of our lives open for you guys to hang out with us. Yes. In a way, like, keep the doors open for ourselves to be able to keep hanging out with each other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Boys, good job. We did it again. Thanks to you guys for listening, too. Yeah,
0: do yeah, the Patreon you. thing. Oh and then, yeah. And then I'll do the host thing and yeah. wrap it up and then you can go back to being the host after this. Well, one, I just want to say it's been an honor being here. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, sorry, not back to
1: being the host. Thank it you. was oh, yeah. really great having you. Thank you. I Please, mean, everybody, give it up for our special just, guest, Ryan Allwart. Like, I signed up after listening to this for a long time to become a patron. And <laughs> I it's worth the investment in my opinion. Yeah. That's um, right. One you guys just said it so many times and I get it like people have to hear it repeated you know enough to remember it but once I signed up and once I actually saw what you guys give now us I guess I could include myself in that community uh, I just want to say thank you the bonus episodes are great I got to unlock all of that past content and I get things early and ad free <laughs> so thank you everybody for listening
0: to Swing Shot or thank you for putting up with Swing Shot <laughs> I really appreciate it. It was fun. We're ready to continue the next phase of the podcast. So come back for season five of the President Mitchell Podcast. We will see you soon.